Suvas Perik Hay Mishnah Vav, five six. The mission now goes on to talk about the obligation of Ona'a that a husband has to his wife. The Torah requires that a husband provide both for his wife's physical needs, meaning share and ksus, things like food, clothing, medical attention, and so on, and also for her emotional needs, and that's referred to here in Onasa. Um, the word Ona. Uh, means uh, like a season, like a, something that that's uh, periodic, that repeats frequently from time to time, and um, it really is a has two connotations. Um, one is this idea of something that repeats from time to time, and there's a certain frequency, and that will really be a point of departure in terms of the drushes of the Chazal in our Mishnah. Um, <clears throat> it also means simply like more in the conventional sense, time, that uh, a wife has an expectation of a certain amount of time, meaning attention from her husband. Um, now, the legal criterion for fulfillment of ona is uh, marital intimacy, but intimacy here means you know, intimate time together, and um, besides for any specific act. And nevertheless, there's the, the specific act is required as well. So a, a wife has a demand, and really even like a shibud on her husband, on his person, and that he has to give her time and uh, physical attention. And that being the case, uh, the Mishnah will set out the parameters of that. The first part of the Mishnah wants to discuss the question of if a man would actually forswear, take a nether that forbids him to be physically intimate with her. So then for how long a time could one could a man take such a, a, a nether, an oath, and, and um, that not be grounds for divorce, meaning that the woman could demand that now she's not getting... Um, what are her marital rights, and therefore he's required to divorce her and pay her ksuba. So there's a machlokas tanaim that Misha reads, Hamadir es ishto metash If a man forbids on himself um, any benefit, physical benefit from his wife sleeping with her, so then um, how long would it be for such, at what duration would that be grounds for divorce? The Mishnah actually doesn't mention out what we're talking about explicitly here in terms of, of the divorce. It just simply says, how much time? So, Beishamai say up to two weeks, meaning if the netter were for a lot more than two weeks, so he has he only has two weeks in which to figure out how to be matter that netter, to, to release himself from that vow. And uh, and if he can't, then after two weeks, it would be grounds for divorce. And Hillel Omrim Shabbos Achas, just one week. Now, um, according to the basis for Beis Shammai is that there is a time in the Torah when a husband and wife can't be physically intimate, and that is um, for the two weeks after she bears a daughter. If she bears a girl, so there's two weeks where she's a Yoledas, she's Tamea, and he has to keep his distance from her. Um, so Beis Shammai says, you see the Torah says up to two weeks is in the consideration of what could be considered normal, um, more than that not, and therefore he has up to two weeks to resolve this, and one two weeks would be grounds for divorce. Beis Hillel learned that, well, of course that's true, um, that's a rather infrequent event that a woman has a girl, that's like a sort of a one-off every few years perhaps, and that being the case, he looks at the more um, generic time frame with the Torah sets, which is up to one week, and that's because the a woman is in Nida Midoraisa for one week from the beginning of her cycle, when she first starts bleeding, um, a even in the time of the Tanaim and Hillel's time, of course, already um, the women were waiting 
Shivanikim, seven clean days, so that would actually extend the period um, that they were apart for more than seven days to, let's call it, 12 days. Um, but notwithstanding that, the, the point is the Torah's prescription is just seven days, and therefore Hillel says that is that would be the maximum. Allah, of course, like Beis Hillel, to extend this is um, um, Lamaisa. Now, That notwithstanding, says the Mishnah, Hatalmidim Yotin the Talmud Torah Shlobershus Shloshim Yom. Even though there's an obligation that a husband has to be available to his wife at least, let's call it once a week now, says the Mishnah here, if a man wants to go out of town to um, to study out of town, to become a Torah scholar, to study to be a Talmud, so then um, he's allowed to do so even though, of course, it means he won't be available for his wife, um, since ultimately that's a person's purpose in this world. We're not going to say that he can't do that, um, and therefore the Torah, Chazal, wouldn't say he wouldn't do, can't do that, and therefore he's allowed to go, says the Mishnah, even for 30 days without getting her permission. Um, the truth is that's Rabbi Eliezer Shita, as the Mishnah will end up saying. Uh, the Gemara says the Chacham disagree with him and actually say um, there isn't really a time limit on this. Um, a husband could go for a year if that's what it would require, um, or two, etc., um, that would be that would be within his rights, um, but in general, that's sort of the exception. The rule is that at the time of their getting married, the wife is bargaining that her husband will be around um, and available to her and to give her time as essentially a function of his career, and the, therefore the, the Mishnah will say, depending what his career is, um, that will determine how available he has to be to his wife. Now, that would mean um, that that. Um, the woman understands what she's bargaining for, and some careers make the husband always around the house, and some send him far away. So that would mean, as the mission will end up um, resolving stuff later on, that if he started out in a career that kept him close to home, he wouldn't be able to do something that, that took him further away and made him less available without getting her permission. But here the mission says, so how available does a husband need to be to his wife? So it, that depends. Says the Mishnah, um, Hapolim, regular workers, Shabbos Achas. They're a regular worker. Um, that means someone who is normally around. And we'll see later on in the Mishnah if he's normally around, so he's available like all week. And therefore, um, we'll see he's expected to at least make himself available to swipe twice a week. Um, but if a, he's a worker and he's going to go out of town for something, to do something like a business trip, so up to one week he'd be allowed to go without getting explicit permission from his wife. Um, there is a bit of a question if we're talking about that. I mean, seven days or eight days, okay. But either way, um, that's like an, meaning an exceptional business trip as opposed to the rule before getting permission from his wife. But now, this, what's this? What's the benchmark? What's the starting position? What's the basic expectation of the husband? So that depends, like I said before, on his career. The Mishnah says, "Ha'ona hamura betora," the ona, and again, ona means means like like a season, repeating something, meaning that the frequency. Um, that the Torah demands of the husband. And really, the truth is, there's nothing explicit in the Torah that sets forth, you know, the frequency required of him. The Torah simply, by using the word ona, is telling us, onasa, telling us that there's some frequency that's expected of him. And the Torah left it up to the rabbis to define what the Doraisa parameters are in terms of that frequency. Um, that's unusual, but not so unusual. There are other cases in the Torah where, again, the Torah has like a, a Doraisa requirement, but left it up to the rabbi to define the exact dimensions or extent or definition parameters of, of that Doraisa. So that's happening here as well. The Torah has a Doraisa demand on him to be available ona from time to time. How frequently is that? First of all, hatayalin. If someone is a tayalin, that means just a a loafer, a chiller. He, he's not doing anything, really. 
There's actually two sheets on what the etymology of, of uh, Tayalan is, either from the word Tula, meaning Shay, like is this in the shade with his feet up in the hammock all day and, you know, in his house, whatever, it chills out there. Um, or like Tiul means like to travel around, but the, the idea is really much of the same, which is um, he is a man of leisure, and that being the case, Bukhol Yom, he has to be available to his wife every single day. That doesn't mean to say that the, it's, the wife is her prerogative to see if she wants his attention and time, so that means she can say, I'm not interested in you right now, I'd rather watch the TV, get lost, and he can get lost, um, or better go to the base minister, whatever his story is. Um, but the point is, if he's a tayal with not any other career, he's expected to be available to his wife um, every single day, Bukhol Yom. Hapolim, workers, these are workers who work locally in the city, um, but they have some kind of career, they're craftsmen, they make something, they work. So that in the case, Shtaim B'Shabbas, that means twice a week. They have to make the business these twice a week to be able to their wives. Beyond that, they can be tired and then therefore unavailable. Hachamarim. Hachamarim are donkey drivers. A chamor is a donkey. So a chamar, a donkey driver, so he is typically traveling out of town. Um, and the truth is, even if he is traveling out of town every day, but he sleeps back home every night, even so, achas b'shabas, the demand on him is just once a week, and the reason why is because um, being out on the road is exhausting, and that being the case, he is, it's understandable that he's, he's uh, more tired, and therefore less available. Hagamalim, people who are camel drivers, so camels are used um, for longer distance, you know, trade, um, it's normal that they'd, be, they'd go for even, like, say, 15 days away from him, and then 15 days back, so because of that, achas l'shloshem yom, um, a wife of a camel driver can only really demand and expect that her husband to be available um, once a month. Um, achas, excuse me, um, achas, um, uh, oh, hasapanim. Hasapanim, hasapan is a, is a sailor. They've seen someone who is like a merchant who travels by ship far abroad, so those trips are even further. They could be three months in each direction, and that being the case, achas l'shisha chadashim, it could be um, even only six months that he's around and available. They've Rabbi Lezer. That's Rabbi Lezer Shita. Now, I told you the Chum arguing on the Talmud Chachamim. Um, it doesn't explicitly mention the Shir for Talmud Chachamim in general. That's a person's career. Um, the Gemara speaks it out that indeed it is um, once a week, and the normal custom of Talmud Chacham would be there from from Arab Shab- from Leil Shabbos to Leil Shabbos on Friday night to Friday night, um, <clears throat> and. And that's that. But now, in addition um, to all the things we said here, I should just I have to speak out that it's brought down lahalacha that there are other times besides for like the periodic, you know, frequency that the Mishnah sets out. Um, so, including Leil Tfilasa on the if she if she's going to be tovelist the mikvah, so then he has to be available to her that night. Um, also, if we're talking about let's say any of these people who are traveling at a distance, whether you know if it's a pole who's going out of town on an unusual business trip, or someone on a regular a regular trip that he does regularly as a, as a gamal or a hamar. So before the, the day before he goes, um, he has to be available to her as well, before he goes on a trip. And and finally, and this really sort of turns the whole thing on its head, it's brought on the halacha, that any time he sees that his wife is trying to get his attention and needs attention from him, so then she, he has to give her attention. So of course that really turns the whole thing on its head. It's not being sort of this technical number of, of, uh, of days, whatever the story is, and it said, um, you know, really reveals the nature, the sentiment, the spirit of this law, which is, if his wife needs attention, um, whatever that is, um, he's expected to give it to her, um, to the extent it's reasonable and, and, uh, and he, he can't.